Hey everyone, welcome back to What's Your Number? Welcome. Um, we appreciate you joining us for another episode. Um, we have a little bit of a, a doozy today. Am I right, Olivia? Always a doozy when it comes to me. No, it's always a doozy for both of us. <laughs> but you know what? Honestly, actually, maybe we should really tell people what the doozies are and what the you know the mediums are. If we, it's kind of like the you're boy who cried right. wolf. You're right. You know, the girl you're right. who cried doozy. Yeah, but like if I tell someone at the, if I say at the beginning here, well, this is just a medium doos. Like, who's gonna stay and listen? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So you guys, let us know. Is it a doozy? Is it not a doozy? Yeah. We want to know which, which ones are the doozies. Yeah. On a scale of one to <laughs> wow, what a doozy. Doos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the doos scale, as they say. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, we'd love to hear about that. This is, this is what happens when we've been recording all day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before we get into this doozy of a tale. Um, <laughs> or is it? <laughs> a little housekeeping. <laughs> um, as you may have heard on our last episode, or maybe not, if you're a new listener, um, we are right now uh, trying to switch things up a little bit. So we're experimenting with a little bit of our content. Um, we're going to be making a couple changes, like, but you'll notice about you know the structure of the episode. Uh, hold on to that word structure. You might hear it later on. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> Ooh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but you know overall, uh, one thing that we're really trying to be a little bit better on is making you guys feel like this is your podcast, and you can help us shape it and craft it in the way that you would like to see it become. Um, and yeah, so in order to do that, we have created a survey, which you can find on our website and we'll also link it in the show notes. And, um, if you've been listening for a while, if this is your first episode, uh, whatever it may be, uh, we would love to get feedback from you. Yes. Agreed. Um, we would love to hear from you and really anything that you want to share. It's just like a quick little survey. And, um, also if you want to, you know, kind of make your feedback more public or you just want to support the podcast, um, thank you. And would you mind leaving us a review on Apple podcasts? Cause that'll help other people find the show and, um, also warms our hearts the cockles of our hearts <laughs> and the cockles um, of our tiny hearts so today um, yeah <laughs> today we're gonna what be, are we talking about um so i'm gonna be telling my number 24 story and um we're also talking about the pleasure gap mariah do you know what the pleasure gap is yes i believe i do i mean i i feel like it's like and it's just, uh, just as with any types of gaps, it basically <laughs> means that men are um, living better lives than us and we're pretending like everything's the same. <laughs> yeah, we're pretending that there's equality and meanwhile, we're just jumping over <laughs> gaps all day long. Yeah. Minding exactly. the gap constantly. Yep. While they're getting paid more than us. Yeah. And apparently coming more than us. Yeah. So... Um, I'm gonna, uh, read some facts. I've got some facts that I took from an article that 
uh, in the magazine Dame, which is called uh, What is the Pleasure Gap? <laughs> Believe it or not. Mm. You know, it's... Cons- How'd you find that? <laughs> it's kind of, kind of sad. Like, when you think about, like, how search engine optimization has just, like... Yeah. Like, just deleted titles. Like, titles are not I cool know. or interesting anymore. They're not, like, a little inside joke really you used to have when you'd, like, actually read the fucking thing. You'd be like, oh, I get... No. It's just, like... Yeah. What is the pleasure gap? <laughs> I know as as we learned um when you know with the titles of our episodes like guys yeah. it's very obvious that you're cherry picking. It's very very obvious. <laughs> on sexy titles. Yes. Okay. So like we don't need a survey to know that. Like we will sex up the titles for you. Yeah, um, we will. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, so um The first thing to know, I think, always when talking about the pleasure gap is that studies show that the experience of um, sex without an orgasm for women is only common in heterosexual relationships, not queer ones. Um, So Mm. it's something Mm -hmm. about the dynamic between straight men and women, the patriarchy, that is keeping a lot of (laughs) women from orgasming. Right. Right. yeah, because cis men have like <clears throat> 20 to 50% more orgasms as straight cis women in partnered sexual encounters. So it's like a lot to kind of crazy think about, but it's like it's crazy. Basically means like women come when they masturbate, they come when they sec- when they have sex with other women or with like not cis men. Um and yeah, um but if that's if they are doing that, they are they're gonna be falling behind twenty to fifty percent. Um, yeah. And did you know? So this was crazy to me that we only discovered what the clitoris really was in two thousand and five. That is not that. Oh long my ago. god, that's insane. That explains so much, to be honest. Yeah, like how can we expect these these dudes to know what it is if like science doesn't even like science doesn't know what it is. And also like, you know, they're gonna I think a lot of this really does go back to the top the conversations that we've had about around sexual education, around, you know, what gets portrayed in movies and porn. And yeah. Do you ever see like in a, in a movie, you know, they like say it's a rom com. They're finally getting it on. Yeah, and you never see the girl be like, "Wait, wait, wait! Sorry, you need to suck my clit first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> nice foreshadowing, Mariah. Or, or you never know. see, or you never see like like them, you know, getting it on and her being like, "Wait, wait! I gotta, I gotta use my right hand to." Yeah, exactly. Well, we need know, to like be to, at an angle that you can like also stimulate my clitoris. Well. <laughs> Right, exactly. Like, it's yeah. People don't understand like how instrumental hands are. Hands in it. They just think that it's just penetration, and it's not. No, it's so true. Yeah. Um, I just want to you know give a shout out here to Australian urologist Helen O'Connor because she um, led these groundbreaking MRI studies of the clitoris um, that were, that's what was published in 2005. And that's when we actually saw that the clitoris, which (laughs) was not what, you know, we had previously understood as a small genital structure. There it is. Mm, There's the word. A sensitive kind of button or something. No, she, she showed that it was like actually has this huge internal, um, 
structure, for lack of a, a different word, that <laughs> has like 8,000 nerves, which is like twice as much as the penis. I mean, not that we're counting, but you know. Um, yeah, basically. Yeah, not that we're comparing. Not but... that we're competing because like it's not much of a competition. But uh, yeah, there's like these triangle shaped body with these long arms that can like be up to nine centimeters long, which is just crazy. Um, Kind of strange when you think about it, but yeah, it's all inside. So you just don't see it. And then um, the body like also gives rise to these two bulbs that contain the, you know, the erectile tissue and get everything, you know, juiced up and ready to go. So anyways, there's a lot there. There's a lot to be explored. Um, But you know, it just so often isn't brought to its full potential. I just absolutely love the um, the mental image of, you know, this woman. She's like, guys, I swear there's a lot going on here. There's just so much going on here. There's more going on here than what meets the eye. And then, you know, male scientists are like, no, it's, it's, no, it's you're, button. no. You don't need to, we don't need to MRI your little button. <laughs> Go, Yeah. <laughs> Go make us a sandwich, Helen. And Helen's like, no, guys. Like, I will use science to. I have to. She had to basically physically show them. She had to be like, here you go. This is just so they would actually believe that. Yeah, and it's so crazy because I remember the first time I saw an image of the clitoris, like the inside, and I mean, it wasn't that long ago. To be honest, like, I don't know, in the last few years, I feel like it's everywhere all of a sudden, but that's probably because, like, we have a very um, sex positive Instagram feed that, you know, yeah, we may mostly yes. neglect, but like, it's, it's out there. But yeah, yeah the first time I exactly. saw it <clears throat> may have been, yeah, on our Instagram feed. And yeah, it was like, damn. Um, and it was, damn, it was crazy, like, to be able to envision right. it. I was definitely surprised to find out how big it was, but I mean, it makes sense um, when you think about it. Like, yeah, it. I mean, just one little time. Like, the the button part doesn't really seem mechanically possible for how much power. Yeah. For how much for how much damage it can do. Mm-hmm. You know, to just to just think, <laughs> oh, this is just this tiny little button, and it's like, well, there's there's no electronic. Thing inside our there's no um, motor inside our body, if you will. So like things right. need to be a little bit more, you know, ergonomic or more. Right. What's the word I'm looking for? You know what I mean? Like I'm not sure I do. Do you get what I'm saying? I guess what I'm trying to say is like I can imagine a button if it was like this electronic thing, and yeah, right. you just press a button and it connects to something else. But we're not like that, right? Like everything in our bodies is much more. I mean, I think ergonomic is one of the best, or is maybe not ergonomic, but it's more. God, why can't I sound like such an idiot right now? But you know, it's it's like it it requires actual physicality yeah. to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. It's not just like, you don't just set it and forget it. Yeah, it, you're not just yeah. like turning on your, your Keurig in the morning. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, exactly. For sure, for sure. Exactly. Like, because like it really does feel when you have an orgasm that it's like this ripple effect that kind of goes through your body. Yeah, no. It's so that's why it makes sense true. to me that it's bigger. 
Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, for a long time, there was sort of this discussion around the elusive kind of, you know, G spot. There's this other thing up there that if you just touch it with your, you know, with which was like very attractive, I think, to to straight men because they were like, I'm going to touch it with my dick and it's going to change your life. And <laughs> and the thing is, is that it's actually just like the backside of the clitoris, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, like, oh, okay, sure. There's, you know, there's, you can access it from different angles because it's it's everywhere. <laughs> well, one ring to rule them all, am I right? <laughs> You're so right. I also heard recently, I, don't, I wish I could remember the source of this information, but that basically they think that sometime in our evolution, like way, way, way back when, um, we did, you know, um, like female apes or whatever, also had to orgasm to conceive like or yeah that mm. conception depended on you know both both parties uh orgasming mm, and okay. which is kind of crazy when you think about it it's just that it, at this point it's become totally detached from the you know function of actually conceiving and reproducing and yet it serves such an important social function I think and I I mean I don't know this is just me saying this this isn't science but I just feel like there's something about finding a man (laughs) who could like make you (laughs) orgasm that might make you think okay I can raise a little baby up to you know seven years when they can like fend for themselves <laughs> with this kind of person right. you know <laughs> they've got potential yeah but yeah they gotta yeah I know I have no idea I know I don't think that's been proven I don't know. by science I mean, but it is weird right like why did it stop mattering I honestly just feel like I've never relied that much on the guy to make me come that's what I love about you. My God, shout out to like uh, 15-year-old Mariah. Listen to episode four. Was it episode four? Episode I think three. it was episode two. Three. Yeah, three. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Such um, a great- Which, uh, I mean, such a great, you know what? Yeah. Actually, number three was instrumental in me kind of like figuring that out. But like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've never had to rely on a guy that much. In fact, like I've had a lot of guys be like, I saw. I started to hate when guys would try to go down on me or even like touch my clit because I feel like I have like a really sensitive clit. Uh-huh. I, I feel that sounds like a humble brag. No, but, it doesn't. I mean, there's um, like a long, a large spectrum. I think like some people, it's like very painful. They can't actually have it touched like directly at all. I think that's where I'm at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, it's 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 not like really painful. It's just it feels like. It just has to be like a certain type of touch, like a very soft touch. Yeah. Um, or it has to be like through my underwear or something like that. Right, right. Um, so I think uh, for me, I like, it's not that I don't like that. I mean, I, I fucking love that. I mean, actually, like, you know, shout out to my current boyfriend. I think I give him a lot of like credit that he, definitely knows how to touch my vagina because he like took the time to learn. <laughs> right. But I feel like a lot of people I was like hooking up with, like they try to do that part of it and like not, it was just like, it was just too much pressure, whatever. So from- Interesting. Yeah. I'm going on this like long little diatribe just to say that I just started being like, okay, I just want you to like stick your dick in me. Right. 
Right, right, right. I would be like, yeah. finger me for like a couple seconds and then just fuck me, you know? And um, yeah, right. I had a lot of guys be kind like, of like, but you would sort of make yourself come, right? This is what I remember from episode yeah. three. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, like, I had a lot of guys be like, whoa, that's so crazy that like, you're just down for me to just stick my dick in, you know? Yeah. I'd be like, and I'm like, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I feel like I, yeah, I was like, it's because you guys don't fucking know how to do it. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like, if you want something done right, you know, oh, just man. do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. I think that I've been thinking about why that doesn't work for me since, <laughs> since that episode. No, I mean, the, the mechanics of it do definitely work for me. And like, um, but I think that I'm just such a submissive in sex that it's it for me it, doing it to myself. And I think this is just like a mindset thing that could change. Um, but it, it takes me a little bit out of my, it breaks the fourth wall a little bit for me. I guess mm, I'll just okay. leave that there. But uh, I get that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, well, well, I have more to say about this, but um, I will tell you a little story. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear your story. <laughs> and I, uh, I feel really primed and ready for whatever the story is about to be. <laughs> and I guess, you know, I'll just, I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Um, oh, you'll, you'll get that. <laughs> so yeah, back to my hot girl summer of in Barcelona, 2018. Um I had recently rented a room in the Chambre neighborhood and I was trying to convince the hostel hottie, aka number 23, to come smoke weed with me on my balcony um, and like keep hooking up and keep having the like amazing sex we'd had in the hostel. Uh, but he like, he wasn't down. So one night I decide... I don't even care about men. I am going to go make some friends. So. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. So I downloaded. This is the best way to get laid, actually, by the way. Well, funny you should say that. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I downloaded the Meetup app. Uh, you're familiar with Meetup? I feel like it's like less of a thing now. Um, but yeah, it just had a moment. Uh, I am. I am familiar, and I would say nine times out of ten, it has resulted in an annoying, awkward experience. Uh, oh, my God. Yes, me too. Okay, but, like, this is the level that I'm at. Um, I'm scrolling through, you know, um, sorry. I'm scrolling through meetups in Barcelona when I come across one that is for partying, which is perfect because I love to party. Oh, hell yeah! I have yes. like, sign me up. <laughs> You, you were the target audience of that post. I was like, yes. Okay. They were meeting that night. So I go to the appointed place and lo and behold, there's this guy. He's approaching from the other side of the plaza. And I'm like, oh, hi, are you here for the meetup? And we greet each other and we're like, okay, cool. Yeah. And we just sort of wait for the others to show up. Um, but nobody does. It's just Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's extreme. That's an extreme version of it. That's hilarious. It was so funny. So he's like very cool. He's um, Mariah. Shocker. See, I can see, I honestly can see that. Like if this were me, it would be like me and like a 40-year-old dude. 
Dude, I know. Like, like I yeah. am also shocked that he was cool <laughs> at, at all. And like, also he's from Barcelona and I don't, what? I still don't know what he was doing on this meetup, to be honest. I think he was like trying to expand his friendship circle or something. I don't know. That makes sense. That's kind of what he said. He was like, he had been, um in Colombia the past year and he was just like newly back in town and I guess I think he was just kind of you know figuring shit out but he was like very cool he's a filmmaker (laughs) like year 24 I think right um yeah so yeah we obviously have so much in common because like we're both creative (laughs) so much in common and yeah he's like a big traveler red flag um yeah I am in luck okay so I'm I'm like super happy we have a really fun time um we go out we party that's what we were there to do so goddamn, we did it and uh we end up back at my place we don't have sex he doesn't have a condom neither do I and I'm just like really and he was like okay I'm sorry but this was not my expectation for the night I was like yeah fair enough um yeah. So we have we do end up having sex like a few days later. He has a huge dick, but he doesn't really seem to know how to use it. Um <clears throat> ooh, I figure we'll get there. <laughs> Funny aside, he happened to live like right underneath the Glorious Tower in Barcelona. I don't know if you remember, but it's basically I'm like I'm not sure I remember that one. It's like on it's very kind of prominent on the skyline of Barcelona. It, and it looks like a huge dick. Like it's a very phallic oh, building. Yes. Right? The, yeah, the giant dick, yes, of course. Yeah. You should you should have described it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First. Right. Yeah, it's just like a <laughs> the huge big blue dick. dick in the sky. Exactly. That's like it's lit up at night. And um That's hilarious. And yeah, he lived like right underneath it. So I, like every time I would see it, I would just be like <laughs> There he is. <laughs> Reminded of his dick. Wait, okay. I, I, I have to stop you and be like, he, he doesn't know how to use his dick. Please explain. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just mean that in the sense that like, he's just kind of, kind of like pumping away, you know? Um. <laughs> yeah, he just is like humping you. Yeah, and I just feel like, you know, there there were better angles. There were just like better ways to yeah. go about it. And, you know, okay. no foreplay, which I guess doesn't have to do Ugh. with like how he's using his dick. But it's like, like you have this like potential, but I'm not feeling any pleasure. I mean, I yeah. can't say no pleasure, but like I'm just not really like yeah. getting there. Um, Size is not the only thing that matters. No. It's also how you use it, for sure. Yeah, and this is a this really proves that. And then also, it he does. just, like, I sometimes I think that, I mean, I don't want to, like, get too off track here, but he just, he, sometimes I've found that like, younger guys, like, with huge dicks, like, they wouldn't really, like, learn any other tricks. And he even, he definitely, like, knew and was proud of, like, his penis, and he even said to me, were you surprised at how big it was? <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I've seen oh this my before. God. Like, it's not like, I, I mean. It, you should have You should have been like, what do you mean how big it is? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> how, oh, I don't, I don't really, uh, now that you what say do you mean? that, I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> do you, you think your dick is big? Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've seen bigger. I, you know, it's just like, it was just kind of weird. And um, 
That is so weird. But I am kind of falling for him in the sense that, you know, again, like, where am I at this point? I am, you know, newly moved there. He's from there. He knows all the spots. Like, he is just also, like, a very cool, charming, like, cute guy with a huge dick. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, I'm going right. to see where this goes. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it's hard not to be. He's definitely checking some of the boxes. Yeah, exactly. Um, there are certain indications that he is kind of a selfish prick, though. Um, he keeps <laughs> canceling on our plans. Another okay. time, um, we go to see this Korean film at this, you know, artsy theater because you know he's super into film. Um, and then oh, God. we're getting our tickets, and we find out that the subtitles are in Catalan. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, well, let's see something else because I'm not going to understand anything. Um, and he's like, no, no, it's going to be fine. And just like kind of whines. He's like, I really want to see this movie. And I'm like, really? Like, Ew. it's a Korean film. Catalan subtitles. I've been here like three weeks. I don't understand anything. Um, Ew. Yeah. And the irony of it all was that I start out not understanding anything. And he's like explaining like different, like obviously, you know, written down Catalan. It's like, I can kind of like get the gist because it's similar to Spanish. But then there's like certain words I don't know. So I'm like asking him what those mean and stuff. By the end of the movie, I'm like explaining to him what's going on because it's a movie about a woman <laughs> scorned. And she like stands up and she oh says God. to everyone, you don't know how to love. And he like turns to me, he's like, I don't get it. And, she, and I was like, they were in a relationship. <laughs> he has like no, oh my God, that's hysterical. He's absolutely no clue what she means. It's just like, it's, a woman can like scream at the top of her lungs, like exactly what she means. He's, and he's, I don't get it. I think he like didn't get why she was saying that. And like, he hadn't picked up that like these two characters, like very obviously had this history together. That's like not oh ever overtly God. said, but like the way she's looking at him, you know, with like that, you know, love and hatred in her eyes. She's a very good actress. Oh my God. Anyways. My goodness. So it's the night of San Juan, uh, which is like a big festival here. Big, big, yeah, party. Um, we take some Molly and go to the club. Um, but first, before we go, uh, we're drinking on his porch and like getting high, kind of coming up, watching the fireworks. And I'm like, why don't you tell me a secret? And he's like, okay. And his secret is that he prefers... To pay for sex and get it for free. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, okay, okay, okay. Like, this guy let's, is let's, like, oh my God. He's on another, he definitely has some ego issues. I mean, you know, again, like before, before we get, you know, derailed here, sex work is work. It's great. You know, True, if you want to pay course. for sex, like go pay for sex, like by all means. If you want to get paid for sex, Sell some sex. I love it. I it's but the thing is, I love it. I don't know. I've never tried it, but like, cool. It's great. I just feel like he also went on to like tell me that you know he had like paid for a lot of sex in like in Colombia and in Cuba and in places where I just feel like. And he even admitted that you can't really, um, you know, you're not of that place. You're not of that culture. You can't always know for sure whether someone's being exploited or not. And yeah. I guess there's just an aspect to like saying that to someone that you're sleeping with, I prefer to pay for sex is kind of like, okay, like, 
So what does this mean for me? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I should start I know, charging. I know. That's what I was thinking. Like, in there's nothing wrong for paying for sex. It's just like in the context of him not getting you off, it's, I find it absolutely annoying. It's like, yeah, it just exactly. feels like it kind of embodies um, his attitude towards it, which is like he wants it to, he doesn't want to feel any obligation to make the other person feel good is what it sounds like to me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's a selfish prick. Um, and he also has a selfish prick. So it's just like, whoa, my God, it's a lot going on. Also, like, I can't stress enough how much I like this guy. It's just so awful, oh, you God. know, like telling the story oh, now. God. It's just, it's just truly terrible. But um, this is me. I'm Olivia. <laughs> like, I have a problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not long. So not long after this, um, you know, we're like cooking up and he's just kind of, you know, wiggling his fingers at my clip for like 30 seconds and he like reaches for the condom and I'm like this time I'm like hold up no like I'd like to come first (laughs) and he rolls over onto his back and like covers his face with his hands and just lies there for a second and I'm like what's up and he's like you know this whole thing of like who comes when who comes first it's like really a buzzkill and I'm like, oh my God, who comes when, when have I ever come? Like, and I tell him, I literally have not come once. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And, but yeah, he, he like can't get over, he can't get over it. And, um, and yeah, we don't have sex. Like he can't, he can't overcome it. Like he's so upset by what I've done. What the, f- so what was his reaction when you said you've never come? He was just like. Some girls just well, what can't was that come. Oh, it was me screaming, I think. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought that that was like somebody, like a background sound for a second. No, I like moved slightly back from the mic to just like let it out, you know? <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Um, yeah. So sorry. What was his reaction again? Oh, he said, said he said some girls just don't come. come. Oh my fucking God, this guy needs to be canceled. Yeah, I know, right? Is it time to dox him? Holy shit. It's wild. So wild. This is so, yeah, this is really fucking crazy. It's like also not even though. My friend, I'm going to actually see if she would like, maybe she'll, she'll remind me of the details, but she, this same thing happened to her very recently where, you know, same kind of thing where she was like, okay, I'll give him a few chances. And then finally was just like, dude, what's going on? And he was like, listen, some girls don't really like to come. <laughs> what? Oh my God. It's like in my experience. Wow. This, some girls don't. <laughs> dude, we're talking oh 20 to 50% gap here. Like, I mean, yeah, it's worse than the pay gap. Absolutely, that's absolutely insane. Really yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyways, that's the story of my number twenty-four. <laughs> Whoa, that's uh, fucked up. I yeah, I don't. Uh, what can I even say about that that hasn't been already said? I mean, honestly. You you don't even have to, you know? Like, I mean, no, please feel free. But I'm just like, yeah, it's it speaks for itself. Like, it's just It just awful. speaks for itself. It's like, yeah, I, I mean, I can kind of see 
from time to time if you're like, maybe you've been with partners who are like, oh no, it's fine. I don't come every time. Like some women don't come, you know, it's true. Right. Um, some men don't come every time, you know, like some men don't frequently orgasm. So yeah, I think it yeah, might be fair from time to time to be like, sure, yeah, but you you got to at least try. And also like just saying to the, the most insulting part of it is saying to somebody be like, like kind of mansplaining to her about like how women, like some women don't come. Like yeah. she's like, well, I fucking come. Well, like, I do. <laughs> exactly. I do. And I'd like to. <laughs> and um, what is, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. Honestly, I feel like, yeah, I feel like just like using your hand is so fucking helpful because then it it kind of feels like you're turning it on them a little bit because you're then you're just kind of like using their cock Mm. as like a way to masturbate. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I love that. You're you're kind of flipping the script a little bit. Uh You're like, oh, okay. Thanks for putting something inside me. For yeah. a second there. And then what do you... made it better for when me. When you come, do you just like hop <laughs> off? And you're like, great, that was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> well, I like to think that my I'm having better sex now than I used to. Yeah. Um, when I was like just hooking up with people. So I, I feel like it's like, it's a little bit better. I mean, I would say one thing that's really nice about it is like you can... Like n- now I, I don't... Uh, I don't know. I feel like there have been times when like that's been kind of the instrumental like driver of me just having sex in general, right? Uh-huh. Like it's just kind of keeping myself like wet or, you know, I'll I know I can come whenever I want. With my current partner, it feels like it's more it's just more of a timing thing. Like I can just time when I can come when I come. But, you know, there are a lot of other things that like he does way more to like get me off. Right, right, right. For sure. Like you always have because he actually okay back pocket. Yeah, like he actually like knows how to touch a clit. Yeah. I mean, he knows how to touch my clit. Yeah, yours, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was trying to get at earlier in a way that like wasn't super eloquent, but I just kind of wonder if, you know, the reason that it exists is kind of this, you know, this, um, the female orgasm, this like that we've evolved to get here is just because there is a little teaching and communication involved. I don't know, like some investment, you know, and this guy. Interesting. You know, he, he got filtered. Uh, although I can't even say that he got filtered because of this. Like, sadly, I wish I could tell you that, but that would be a lie. I <laughs> I don't know. This thing was just such a weird, this was such a weird little dalliance. But um, yeah, then... I ended up leaving Barcelona. When I came back, he he was seeing someone and he wanted me to have a threesome with them. And I was like, yeah, maybe. You know, I I wanted to see him again. And I was like, it could be fun. And um, but he he like basically took my like, yeah, maybe as like a definitely for sure. Like, and he was like, come to this place at this time. And I was like, bro, oh like, God. I don't know, I'm gonna have to like meet you guys together first. And he was like, I know, Olivia. And it was that thing that he said. I hate this person. I know, Olivia, that reminded me, oh, no, he's like a terrible person. 
He's a terrible person. Okay. Yeah, I just, I, I did ghost him after that, thankfully. But man, sometimes it takes me a while. <laughs> yeah, just get it to get it through that thick noggin of yours. Yeah, I get it. I mean, okay, I, don't I don't know. I can call my noggin thick, but <laughs> I know I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm obviously joking. I mean, I've, I feel like there's, you know, I, me at the me at the time, I had so many issues. I mean, I'm just so avoidant of even having that conflict that I'm just like, I'm just going to get myself off with your dick. So I, I don't think I'm much better. Yeah. And I'm certainly not a better, better judge of character. We're all just doing so. our best. I, yeah, yeah. It takes a, it takes takes a minute. It takes a minute to get there. I mean, I think it kind of goes back to the whole like just the energetic thing too. You know? Yeah. I feel like with who we used to like let in our bodies, like it sounds so puritanical to say it now, and I I don't mean it that way at all. I just mean it the way you know. It's just it's, don't let assholes come inside you, or like don't even let them put their penises inside you because. You're going to have some like bad energy with you. It's just, it brings this bad energy into your life. And you're like, no, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes it takes a while to, to figure out, you know, the bad juju. Oh, for sure. For sure. But I think, yeah. It does. I mean, I definitely agree with that as a, as a concept. I feel like you learn that. That's one of the things that you learn. You you at first you're like, oh, I can have sex with whoever. Like you don't even have to be, you're not even judging their character. You're just judging if you want to fuck them. Right. That's different. Exactly. It's, it's different it's than, totally true. than judging. Yeah. And but then I think I I think for me the shift that happened was I started to realize is like, oh no, but like I it kind of does have this impact on my psyche a little bit. Yeah. To have someone who is not like my who I'm like really not that excited about be inside me. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I just feel like that night, you know, that we went out the first night that he was like the filmmaker and he was like, let's go out here. Yeah. And I don't know. You know, he didn't he really so much show in that side. It takes a minute. It takes For sure. A minute to figure yeah, it out. Yeah. And like he shows it to you in like sneaky ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to watch this Korean film with in subtitles like, in a language you don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, and and it's like it's like bit by bit, you know. He took, he did take you to a movie, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I mean, you guys did what? You guys just you guys did do Molly and look at the stars. Yeah, that's romantic. Yeah, isn't it? Though? You know, there's it's when you when you tell the story now, it just focuses on the high points. But at the time, you know, there's the ratio of. Um, I, I won't call them high point. I guess it just shows the low points. Right. But the ratio of the low drama. point to yeah. fun was much different in the in real life. So it's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah, and yeah, loneliness, homesickness. It's a real. It'll it'll get you. It'll get you in some weird situations. This was the first time it in my life you. I was ever homesick for for my Philly friends. I missed them so much, mm. and. Yeah, I almost didn't stay. I almost didn't make it through because I was like, mm. you know, it, it was just too, it felt like too big of a sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, it's hard to leave people behind. It's hard to start over no matter what you do. Yeah, um, that's for sure. But, you know, I mean, there's, I've, I've definitely experienced a lot in my life that, you know, uh, and this is not the, the recommended approach, but I've, I've the tried and true, um, conceal your feelings with dick. 
Yeah. Are you feeling feeling lonely, a little unsure of where you should be in the world? Go on a date with a random stranger and then just have sex with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. That'll that'll really clear things up for you. Yeah. I promise. Oh, yeah. That's that's the way forward. Or it will give you something else to fixate on. (laughs) That is for sure. Oh, my God. Did I fixate? Did I fixate? (laughs) All right. Well, All right. this was. Okay. Well, a, was it a doozy or not? We want to hear your thoughts. Um, what was it a doozy? Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. How did it rate on this on the doozy scale? Uh, man, let us know. Okay. Um, please fill out our survey as well. We appreciate you. Thanks so much. And thank you. Appreciate you too, Mariah. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to What's Your Number? This episode was produced by Olivia and Mariah. Music is by No Fancy. Editing and mastering by Lightning the Cavern Works. You can learn more about us and check out our blog at whatsyournumberpod.com. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, leave us a review wherever podcasts are found and subscribe to hear about more sexcapades. Sexcapades.